good whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express Quick Trip. This is Quick Trip number four, also known as episode ZB2Q4X1Z.2. Alpha. Alpha. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Email us at pineapplenipplearsehole, that's A-R-S-E, hole, at gmail.com, or PNA, that's the letter P, the letter N, the letter A, phonetically, you already know, you know the deal, brother. Yeah. Podcast Express at gmail.com. You got to tell them. This is, a, this is a quick trip. We don't have time for phonetics. We don't have time for the such things. So just email us. We want feedback. Email us. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. No dick pics. Uh, we're looking to make mosaics of the president. So. Yeah. We, we, got, we got things here that are going on. So, so I, you know, I want to get right to it. And, you know, I, I, I have something grinding my gears. Oh, something's grinding your gears. Yes. It, whatever day you're listening to this, what's grinding my gears today <laughs> is if you had a machine that could resurrect somebody, but it only could be a no-talent hack, who would it be? So a no-talent hack that I could resurrect. Yeah. Somebody who's famous, but you don't know why. This is a great question. This is catching me totally off guard. I missed the pre-show meeting. Which we did not have. All I'm thinking about is dicks because of talking about mosaics. Yeah. Um, if I could bring back any no-talent hack that I wonder why they're popular. See, I only tend to gravitate toward people that have talent. So. Um, then what are you doing here? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a very valid point, Adam. Um, I got to say... <sighs> Would you like me to start off? Yeah, go ahead. Let me uh, let me ponder this one a little bit more. Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman. See, I was going to actually go with any of the three other Golden Girls that aren't Betty White. Well, yeah. Although Estelle Getty. Yeah, Estelle Getty was badass. Yeah, she played a much older woman. She was actually the she, youngest of them all at the time. Yes, and she played the, the old mom, so, which so, was a great trick. So your answer, go for, let's elaborate a little bit on your answer here. So have you ever seen Airplane? I have. The movie Airplane. Yeah. It, so they, they kind of make fun of her in, uh, in Airplane. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason, because she just... I, I don't understand how some of these people in the old days... Uh, in the old days, they got... got popular. Yeah, got they got popular. They, they became famous. And uh, it, it just baffles me. So... So it, it is baffling. So they made fun of her in Airplane, yes. And uh, what's, so the baffling part is, is how did you become... So sometimes you wonder if it's the right place, the right time, the right audience, or, you know, like several movies have ever done, uh, maybe they made a, a deal with the devil to become Well, you, you got to wonder, because listen to this real quick. Who sold your soul, yeah. Oh. What's his problem? It's Lieutenant Hurwitz. Severe shell shock. Thinks he's Ethel Merman. I hear better things in like fourth grade musicals. Yeah, and, and she actually, they actually got her to do that in Airplane. Yeah. But like, that was her big song claim to fame. Right. And dear God. God, that's horrible. So here's the, the honest, filthy truth about Phil. 
I could only think of people that I, that are alive that are currently no talent hacks that I wish were dead. So so those are the people <laughs> running through my mind. Like, oh, so we gotta we gotta bring back Justin Bieber. We gotta bring back the Kardashians. We gotta bring you that know. William Hung guy from yeah. No, whoa, 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 whoa! You stop right there. <laughs> William Hung. Oh, did I hit a nerve. William Hung is a national treasure. For those who couldn't see, Phil got real serious. William, I have not seen a furrowed brow like that in a long time. Don't talk shit about my man, William Hung. <laughs> that guy knew exactly what you he know was he's doing. No, he's not. No, he's not, he's not he's a not Milton Berle. He's not he's Milton Berle. He's not William. So one of my favorite gags is, <laughs> so in the office, there's a Todd Packer. They go to his car, and his license plate just says, W. Hung, for like, well hung. And like, oh, I didn't know you were a William Hung fan. And everybody's, and Todd Packer says, why does everybody keep asking me that? <laughs> so I have another one, since you can't think of any. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Th- this is an interesting, this is a very interesting case. I mean, he was a Sam- cool cat. Man. He was a cool cat, man. He was a cool Had cat. Had a glass man. eye, you know. Sammy Davis Jr., um, not really a lot of talent, but I think it's more of a, that's more of a, it's the, the company that you keep, and they kind of brought him along with him, and let's face it, all those white boys in the Rat Pack kind of needed a black they dude needed to level the cred. things out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you go and hang out downtown Las Vegas yeah. during, back in the day. You need, you, a white, you need a black dude that yeah. talks like a black guy, man. Come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. I'm, I apologize. That for was that. terrible, by the way. Well, I'm not trying very hard because much like wearing blackface, you can also do the, the cultural yeah, appropriation of bl- talking like black people. Although no press is bad press, so lay it out there. As I do this episode, I'm actually in blackface. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> we do every episode in blackface. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the only part about it is black. Not because we put on makeup, but because we're dirty. Ooh. Yeah, we just don't wash Schwang. So Sammy Davis Jr. I get because he was part of a more elaborate scheme to bring a wider audience to a group. Whatever it is that those guys did. They ratted. God. They rat-packed. You know, here's the thing. And my grandfather taught me this a long time ago. My grandfather was very old school. How to spot a rat. So at work, we got, uh, we got a new boss. And he's getting information. You have spoke to him before. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're... Uh, Where's he getting this information from? These are things that a very specific sect of people only know. And I said, well, it's time to go on a rat hunt, boys. I already sussed out two rats that are really in the ear of the new boss. And I'm like, don't tell these people anything at all costs if you do not want it to get back to the boss. Yeah. And all my coworkers are like, how the fuck do you do all this? I'm like, it's not my first rodeo, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... It's pretty easy to pick up on that stuff yeah. with people. I, I feel, I mean... Those people who pretend to be your friend and are not, yeah. you know, would never do a podcast with you, that type of thing. Right. So, yeah, th- that's So that's you're saying easy. I'm not a rat. I like it. You're not a rat. Because there, really, there's nothing worse. You know, Sammy Davis Jr. and his cronies would definitely agree. Nothing worse than a rat, man. Nothing worse than a rat. <sighs> They're the worst. If you don't have anything better to do in your life than to fucking tell on someone else for doing something they shouldn't be doing, you need better hobbies. Yeah. Like macrame. That yes. would be a better hobby than being a rat. That's right. Don't be a rat. Nobody as, likes as a rat. As awful as macrame is. I mean, you may be handing out doilies to people that they don't want. Right. But it's still better than being a rat. Don't be a rat. That's exactly. the lowest 
lowest of the low. If you get nothing else from the episodes you've listened to this podcast, don't be, don't a, be rat. a rat. I know exactly. my neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor, my, one of my neighbors texted me and she said, so uh, my dog was out barking this morning at 530. Did you call the cops on us? I'm like, I'm not, I'm no fucking rat. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? She's like, I knew it wasn't you, but I just wanted to ask. She said, do you know who it is? And I'm like, here's the rats in the neighborhood. Because I've already sussed them out. Well, yeah. Well, and that, at that point, you're like, do I, do I come across as a rat to you? Is yeah. that what I am? Is that, do I come across your as tone, a rat? Your tone. Yeah. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. I'm not a rat. I'm not a rat. I'll take a soldering iron to you. I'm very live and let live. That's my whole motto in life. I'm live and let live. When I'm, when I'm at work, even when I was a boss, I'd catch people fucking off. And you know what I'd say to them? I don't care. I want to fuck off too. Yeah. So if you catch me fucking off, you better not tell somebody else. And you know what? As long as your work's getting done, I don't care how much you fuck off. Exactly. And that, that's always kind of a my yeah. theory on everything too, is if you have a list of tasks to get done and you complete that or exceed it, yeah. who gives a shit what you do with the rest of the time? Boom. You know? You know, I can't believe this day and age, there's still people that think when you're at work, you should be working on work. 100% of the time. That's not how society functions anymore. No. We are bombarded with so many things that come around us in our, our zeitgeist. We can't, you, it's impossible to focus on something 100% of the time unless you're working like on an assembly line or something. And I think we're, that's where this attitude comes from. Like it drives me nuts when people are like, well, you, 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 what, you're not working on work right now? I'm like, no, fuck no. I'm watching fucking cats on fucking YouTube right now. Yeah. I don't give a shit about work for these 10 minutes. Yeah, look at how that cat's stretching to clean himself. That's right. In just a second here, his asshole's going to be right in front of the camera. Yeah, and he's going to be proud of it. That's right. He's going to show it off. That cat is teaching us a lesson so about I, life. I can't believe that people think. So when I worked the one job, as an engineer, as a professional, we were in rows, rows of cubicles. Every hour, the fucking boss would walk up and down the rows. And you know what that is? That's days of the slave ship when they would go up and down the rows making sure that the, the, the people were rowing the boat. Yeah. Some guy at the front beating a drum. That's right. You uh, know, this is not the society. If you are a manager or a boss and you still think this way, just retire. Get the fuck out of the game. You know, I, I had a boss uh, years ago. Boy, I'm fired up right now. I, I had a boss years ago that was a fantastic boss. Yeah. I mean, just... Phenomenal. And, and my whole job, the purpose of my job was to be bored. Yeah. Because if... You were bored, shit was running right. Exactly. Yeah. Everything was... I was doing well and literally was allowed to play video games at work because right. when shit hit the fan, I wasn't playing video games. I had to have stuff back up and running quickly. Right. And, but it was, it was a reward for a job well done to sit there and screw around. Right. And and that was that was expected. You know, and, and it was it was refreshing to have a, a boss like that that was like that knew. Well, he didn't try and micromanage me. And that's what I'm like why micromanaging? I don't understand. Type A micromanaging. It makes everybody unhappy. It makes everybody uncomfortable. You know, people are more productive and more work's going to happen if you feel comfortable, you feel confident, and you don't feel like somebody's looking over your shoulder every goddamn minute of the fucking day. Well, in like the position I'm in now, I, I actually want to get things done. I, I feel right. like there's a purpose to improving things for everybody. Right. Um, and that's a lot the way my one of my last jobs before I worked for myself for over a decade. Right. Um, the way it was. And, and, and the same thing when I worked for myself. I, I had incentive to go in yeah. and get things done well and do the job right. And 
if I'd ever felt like I was micromanaging, and I didn't micromanage people that worked for me. Right. You know, I I was pretty hands off. If they if stuff wasn't getting done, I was gonna know. I didn't have to watch them. Right. You know. So. So you know. And and I I always I was told one time that there's two types two philosophies of management. One where people cost you money, uh-huh. and one where people make you money. Uh-huh. And if you feel like people cost you money, you're either the wrong type of manager or you got the wrong people in there. See, it, yeah, and for me, fundamentally, I've said this before, I'm not a Clydesdale. I'll get work done. I'll gladly work. I want to provide value for my company. I want to make sure that I'm earning my salary. But I don't want to be hassled about it. I don't want to, because especially when you're in a creative business, when you do more of a creative side, like engineering, anything like that, just because I'm not in the office doesn't mean I'm not working. I'm in, you know me, I'm, 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 I'm psycho. I'm psychotic though. I will wake up at three in the morning and have an idea of how to solve a problem. So I might work an hour or two at three in the morning on a problem. Maybe other people don't think like this. I don't know. I actually spent years thinking I was autistic and nobody would tell me. So, (laughs) so, you know, I don't know how other people think. Hell, I don't even know how I think. I think this uh, podcast is doing a great job of pointing that out though, Adam. It does. You know, if nothing else, this really brings out our personality pluses and minuses. <laughs> There's so many minuses yeah. for me. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we're not running at a deficit. Right. But we are definitely in the red on the uh, plus and minus. But, you know, like we've said before, it is therapeutic to come yeah. here and just talk about nothing. I, I kind of find this, and I hope everyone else does too, this is the escape from the everything else that goes on in the world. And we pledge to not talk about the things that everybody's talking about that drag us down. Right. That, that's, not, not, that's not what we want to do here. We, we want to here, escape that. We hope if you have a favorite food, beverage, cocktail, we hope you partake in that while you're listening to us. But not if you're driving, please. Don't well, drink and drive. Not there, cool, man. Or if you like to partake in anything else, smoke, anything like that. If you, chill out, man. This is your time to chill out. Yeah. If you have a favorite food, we've probably talked about it because your favorite food should be jerky or spam or bacon. Yeah. So one of those three things should be your favorite. We should. That's a wide net right there we just cast. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're, we're going to bring in a lot of mackerel with that. Yeah. For real. And if you want to know a millionaire, it is our goal to get there <laughs> with your help of sending us whatever amount of money you can afford. Yeah. You can, uh, you can PayPal that to Pineapple. Nipple at arsehole. That's A-R-S-E hole. A-R-S-E hole because we couldn't get asshole. But pineapple and nipple are spelled just like they sound, but arsehole. Yep. yep, and then arsehole at gmail.com. So I guess we're starting a PayPal tonight now, too. Well, they can PayPal it to us. We can get it. We can start to PayPal. It'll when still the be there available. Yeah. All right. There could be dollars waiting there already there since could you be, said this. Even though this hasn't aired yet. Oh, episode two. Drink. <laughs> So, I also have never determined whether I'm insane or genius. I've been called both. More insane than genius. An insane genius. Yeah. I have some weird views. I have some weird spews. I have some weird rants I go on. Um, you know who, my friend is a dick and here's why. Adam is telling me we need to wrap this up right now. Adam's not a dick, but I didn't have anything for that segment, so that's why I put that in there. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express Quick Trip, Episode 4. We have to get going. We have things to do. Sorry we could not talk longer. If you want to hear us talk longer, Whoa, listen on Tuesdays. Lieutenant he's Irwin. Adam Filkins. Severe shell shock. I'm Phil Nickel. 
You'll be oh. swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world You're on killing me. Starting here. Starting Everything's now. coming up roses. Everything's coming up roses. Everything's coming up roses. All right. Be safe and make good choices, folks.